Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sneakers and Cleats, the podcast. Welcome back to the Sneakers and Cleats podcast. This is Friday, December 8th. I'm doing this without notes today, so bear with everybody. Well, that's not good. I know. Well, someone's printing out a phone book in the, in at the printer right now, so I couldn't print out the one page that I needed for all three of us. So it's fine. I don't know who's printing out the art of war in our studio. I think but. that violates like some sort of work ethic code, some code of ethic. Yeah, not I like HR, but like just you know, man Courtesy. to man, woman to woman. Yeah, it's like it's you know, the, like a golf course rule. Like it's right. one of those things. It's just like it's an unspoken agreement that you don't print out. A phone book. What is the biggest golf course rule? It's been a I long thought, time I since. I thought it was then. like dress code. Like, don't wear a Def Leppard concert t-shirt that's yeah. got holes in it? Yeah, well, that also depends on the course. Like, if you're at a Muni course or something like that, then. Oh. Well, most if you're people... going to TPC, TPC San Antonio, then you better have, like, I think it's hats forward at all times. It's, uh, you must have, I think you have to wear pants over there. You can't wear shorts. You're a golfer, yes? Yes. Speaking of munis, have you played Brackenridge? No. Oh, uh, yes, I have, actually. So back in the old days, uh, it was, I don't even know what it is now to play, but in the old days, it was like 20 bucks to get in. It was amazing because it was not super nice, but I loved going with my buddies. You know, you'd play the front nine, you get a hot dog at the turn, maybe a beer, uh, depending on what you had to do the rest of the day. And and then you'd come in, and you're playing right there alongside 281. And then there's a moment where you're just sort of – you're seeing the bustle of downtown San Antonio on the highway, and then all of a sudden you become secluded again. Right. And, and it's super – like just super scenic, and now I think now it's like what is is, is like it like 40, ninety bucks to play? No, it's like forty five. Oh, to 60, somewhere around there. But it's also it. Jonathan and I uh, went over there a couple weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago, and it was like square greens, and it just threw me off. Oh. The, the greens are literally squares, and I'm like, that's not how. That's the, weird. That's not how golf's supposed to be. Anyway, number fifty eight. Um, oh, yeah. Episode fifty eight. I don't even know if I said that yet, but yeah. fifty eight. The first person that comes to mind for me is Von Miller because, like, I'm a Bronco fan. Obviously, I think he's one of the best fifty eights of all time. The other ones that I put on there, I think, were Derek Thomas, oh, also yeah. also mean, a good one. He, he's he's better than Von Miller. Derek you, Thomas. You'll never get me to say Derek, that. Derek, but, Derek, yeah. I mean, Derek Thomas is better than Von Miller. <laughs> is he? he? Oh, of course, of course. Yes. Is he though? Both are pale Both in comparison are... to the great Mozzie Smith that the Cowboys drafted this past year. <laughs> okay. He's also 58. Let's just you know what? let's just jump right into that. Let's just jump right into the Cowboys. The other one I had was Jonathan Papelbon. Um, mm. Also a good, good Red Sox and uh, Phillies uh, closer. Did you know that there's not an – I was looking it up. There's not an NBA player who's ever won the number 58. I didn't know that. I, I don't doubt that, but, I mean, 58 is kind of a weird NBA number. It is, but so is 77, and Luca's made that popular. So I think – I think fifty-eight. I, th- I think I think the next Spur draft pick, whoever that is, some nineteen-year-old kid from wherever, whether it's the G League or France, uh, he should wear fifty-eight. 
I mean, it, they'll probably have a, the first pick in the draft again this year. Yes, so. they will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God, they will. God, they suck. Uh, we'll get to that a little later. So, first off, let's get to the Cowboys. When I oh, when I was thinking uh, who I wanted to be on the podcast with me this yeah, week, I knew. was like, I was like, I know that I have to have David this Friday. Yeah. Because this is like a, a this is like Christmas on Sunday, or it could be like the worst birthday present ever. Well, I you just, know, I it mean, could be like the worst day or the best day. Weren't you running your mouth like two months ago? Dax, awful, Dax, Dax. I mean, at what point are you going to come on here and be like, guys, I was so wrong. We, Dak Prescott is amazing. Have you looked at a, a, you know, I'll send you the rundowns from the past couple of weeks and I'll show you where it says Dak Prescott MVP, MVP favorite. All right. Um, he's Dak, not, Dak by the way. Been, he's the second favorite. Yeah, right now. probably. No, he is. Well, I, I'm not talking about betting and, and all that. I'm just saying in general in football, and I don't even know if he's second. Is that where you want to start? You want to start with that? Well, I was going to say when you – I mean, if you want to start there, we can start there. If you want to get all these stats against really bad teams, you can. I, I, I don't – I mean, look, you got to play – you got to beat and play – you got to play and beat who's on your schedule. So, I mean, all this ridiculousness of like, well, they haven't beaten anybody. Well, they haven't. I know, but they've beaten who they had to beat in their but schedule. They've opportunity they lost, to beat they lost. They've lost two games that were crucial, obviously. But yes. guess what? Everybody loses crucial games. There's, I mean, everybody loses crucial games, whether you lose them in the middle of the season or whether you lose them late in the season. Three weeks ago, uh, the Niners were losing three in a row, and it was like, oh, my God, they're the worst thing ever. And all of a sudden, they beat Philly because they got a grudge against them, and it's like they're the greatest thing I've ever seen, which is funny because two weeks ago, Philly was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Right now, the Dallas is the best And, thing and if Dallas seen. wins on Sunday night, Dallas will be the greatest thing that we've ever seen, and that's ridiculous because they still got to go through a gauntlet of a schedule schedule while Philly now gets the cakewalk yeah so Dak right now should be and is considered one of the MVP favorites he should be absolutely because the stats prove it out the Cowboys have been phenomenal in the yeah. past what five weeks besides that loss to the to Philly um and, and he they, was good in that loss he was good in loss yeah. yeah he was he was one of the best players on the field in that loss uh and if they win on Sunday he will be the MVP favorite like there is no doubt in my mind if he if they win on Sunday and he plays well he will be the betting favorite uh, at all sports books to win the MVP award. Listen, you can you can sort of dive into all the minutia and, and say this one specific game or this one specific drive or whatever, but if I were to ask you, they're winning this year. They're nine and three because of what? It's Dak Prescott. Oh, and their defense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and but it's Dak. Like, there was the other night where I thought, and maybe this changes on a week-to-week basis, but when they were playing Seattle the other night, I thought, just get the ball back to Dak. Yeah. Like, if you're going to give up the touchdown, give it up now. Well, I think I said this on, maybe it was Friday last week, maybe it was Monday this week, but at the beginning of the season, I think I was on with you and I said, they can't win. They can only win one way. The defense needs to be great and the offense needs to not give it away. Now that's completely different. The offense can have a bad day and the defense can win and the defense can have a bad day and the offense can win it for them, which is pretty nice to have when at the beginning of the season, we weren't sure. We weren't sure if Dak and McCarthy could come in and, and win a game when their defense is having a bad day. We know that they can now for sure because they did last week. Yeah. And they've done that multiple times. Like the defense hasn't had great showings every single week, no matter what the fantasy pundits say when they're looking at their fantasy teams. Um, their offense is clicking on all cylinders right now, and it's going to be interesting to see if they can win on Sunday because, like I, like I said before, this game is literally everything. This is the season, is this Sunday. Well, they can win, and I mean, 
Yeah, it feels like that they because it's Philly. The, and they I, cannot win the division unless they win this weekend. Like they will not win the well, division. Well, that's unless true. They win this that, so that's true. That's I think I think you're what you're saying right there is true because of who Philly has remaining, but also but if Dallas wins, they have not they've done anything far from win the division. No, they, they can very no, no. well give it right back the next week. Absolutely. Well, the the crazy thing is if Dallas wins and Philly wins and then each team wins out the rest of the season, Philly still wins the division. Yeah. So Philly will still need to lose one more, and the Cowboys will need to somehow win the gauntlet that they have left against the Bills, the Dolphins, and and the Commanders, and whoever else they have. But, so here's the, the – the issue is you want to avoid – you how you would really like it, the way I've seen it, is you would love for Philly and, and the, the Niners to play each other, obviously – in the divisional game before the NFC Championship game, however that would work out. Yes. For the obvious reason of, well, yeah, one of them's going to knock the other one out, and you don't have to go through the you two. You also just don't want to play the Niners. Well, that you want to play the Niners as far off as you can, not just because they're great, but because they're so physical. And if you play the Niners in a divisional round and you somehow win – you have been beaten up like crazy, which probably leaves the fact that you don't have – you'll miss somebody. You'll be missing some starter, some key player when you play Philly the following week. You also want to – because they play the way they play, you also want to play them as late as possible because the way they play, odds are they're going to have an injury. You know Christian McCaffrey is this close to popping a hammy. It's going to happen. It's going to happen between now and the Super Bowl. Don't put that on him. Oh, 100%. Don't put 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 him on what? Don't put that on him. Don't put on Christian. I'm not his. This is is football. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Is he your guy? No, I just. Oh. No. I I mean, I I don't want it to happen. I mean, if Jalen Hurts, like, slipped and did something to his ankle between now and Sunday, I mean, it's just what that would happen. That's okay. Um, I, I, by the way, I think I've made this very clear over the years, but, like, they are they are without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. I hate that franchise. I I don't really like the city, but I hate that franchise more than any other sports franchise in the world. And that's why I needed you here today. Um, but not- they're so arrogant, Matt. <laughs> Their fans are so so arrogant. Right, I need you to tell me the bad, the worst story you've had. Like with with Philly, whether was it going to Philly that you? No, made I it? love. Was I it? mean, listen, Philly is a great city. I love. I mean, I've been there a couple of times. Uh, I have. I had the great. Philly was at the center of the greatest work trip I ever had in my life. Two thousand and six or seven, I don't remember. We, me and my boy Goose, we went to France, Lyon, France, for a week to cover Spurs training camp, and then we left there, flew into New York, took a train from New York to Philly, and caught the To return to Philly game for a Sunday night. I mean, that's that's amazing, yeah. right? But it is exactly what you think. You are parking way out. You're walking to the stadium. You're walking through all the tailgating. I'm not wearing a Cowboys jersey or anything i'm just wearing a suit but it's somehow those freaks know <laughs> that you're from texas and they yeah, yeah, those yeah. Freaks. <laughs> i think the fact i think the fact that it's my childhood is they are woven into the fabric of my childhood with harold carmichael and ron jaworski and dick Vermeil. i mean Reggie White. Uh, and then Reggie White later. And Buddy Ryan. Like, I remember vividly the Buddy Bowl and 
Jimmy Jimmy saying, you know, get your fat butt out there, and then just I think they sacked. I think somebody can check me on this. I think they sacked Troy Aikman in that game, that Thanksgiving Day game, eleven times. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one more sack game. And and it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so I hate them. All right, so putting the hatred aside, the, if the uh, if the Cowboys don't win this weekend, they're bas- they're basically effed in the entire season. And this here's why I say that. All right. So if they don't win on Sunday, they have basically zero chance to get the one seed. And they need to be at home. They need as many games at home as possible, which they've shown because they have an 11-game win or 12-game win streak now at home, whatever it What's is. What's the 11, Niners' 12. remaining schedule? Is it as hard as, as Dallas's? I can look real quick, but, but suffice to say, they need to beat Philly this weekend, and they need the Niners or Philly to to trip up in the next couple of weeks because they need the one seed worse than anybody else in the entire league. Needs Why do you seed. say that? Because they're better at home. They're a different team at home than they are on the road. You mean just because their home record? Their home record is better. They play better at home. Their offensive numbers are better at home. Their defensive numbers are better at home. Everything is better at home. Dak is better at home. Why would you want to go to Philly or go to Santa Clara when you can play in a dome in Jerry World with your own fans? It's just there's no, there's that's the most important factor for the Cowboys. And that's why the loss to the Cardinals earlier this season might come back to bite them in the ass because if Philly and Dallas run the table after assuming Dallas wins this weekend, Philly will have the division. Uh, Philly will win the division because of conference record because their loss was against the Jets out of conference while the Arizona loss was in conference and Dallas will lose uh, the division assuming both of them went out after Dallas wins this weekend. So that I mean, it's just it's absolutely pivotal. This is the season for the Cowboys on Sunday, and that I do not think that's an overstatement. So the Niners have their home against Seattle, they're at Arizona, they're home against Baltimore on Christmas Day, they're at Washington, and they're home against the Rams. That's four and one at the at the very least. Which is the one? Ravens. See, I, I I don't even think I think I think they win that one. I mean, Baltimore's got to go all the way across country on Christmas. I mean the day before Christmas, but I mean that's I, I. That's what I'm saying. That's four and one at the very least. That might be five and out. Um, and I don't then, see a loss in there. And then Philly. Let's just see what Philly has. Philly's got cupcakes. They, got they have absolute cupcakes. Uh, home against the Giants. Win. Home against the Cardinals. Win. At the Giants. Win. Come on. Who does that schedule? Well, look at their the past, Giants. Look at their two past, out of three. Look at their past five weeks. And and then uh, oh I, and then at Seattle. When? Well, you gotta hope Seattle. You gotta hope that maybe. But at that point, maybe is Seattle, Seattle maybe done? Maybe Seattle's battling for a playoff spot at that point. But their last. I mean, they, this was this is the end of their hard schedule right now. Yeah, this is the end of their five game streak where they played Dallas twice, they played the Bills, they played the Chiefs, and they played the Niners. And they're going to come out of it at least three and two, if not four and one, if they win this weekend. And so. then for Dallas, you have home to, uh, this week against Philly, and then you win. go at Baltimore, Loss. at Miami, home Loss. against Detroit, win. at Washington. Win. That's a win. So, so you got them going three and two at best. I, I think they win this weekend. I think they lose one of the let's call it one of the two at Ravens or at or I mean at Bills or at Miami, and then I think they win the last. Two. So this is the this is where I think that things uh, is still a head scratcher for me. Is you know, hey, they're better at home. Hey, they're this. Hey, they're that. They got to get the one seed. Blah blah blah. All that kind of stuff, right? And I agree with everything you said. The reason that I think that. They need all of that is because they can't run the football. They they don't have a guy that they can run the ball on first down, second down, third down, and run out of the clock, except their quarterback. 
And they're not going to do that. And as great as Dak has been, nobody, even the biggest Dak supporters, can't tell me that they absolutely trust him with two minutes to go in the game and you're trying to run out of clock with a six-point lead. Well, let's, let's ask you. You're that person. You don't no, tr- you I don't. don't I just told you. I don't trust that. And, and this is why I don't understand. I've said this before, and I'll keep saying this. I don't understand why Jerry did not do something at the trade deadline to get a Derrick Henry or a Derrick Henry type back. Somebody who's like, oh my God. And if it's like, well, David, you needed to give up a first round pick. Okay. But what are you saving your rainy day fund for? At this point, you look at this and you say, I don't know if this is their best shot, but they have a really good shot to get to the Super Bowl this year in relation to everything else. Because you don't know. You got Brock Purdy as the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And as good as he's been, he's still Brock Purdy. You have a what most believe to be an injured Jalen Hurts playing quarterback at the Eagles. right? And then that's it. That's, that's all you have in the NFC. And then in the AFC, you have a Chiefs team that looks mortal. You have a Dolphins team that, hey, one day they could score 70, and one day they could score maybe 10. Right? 70. Ouch. And then what else do you have? You have a Baltimore team that's pretty good. So what are you waiting for? And then going forward, you got to pay CD. you got to pay Micah. Like, at some point, Jerry, you got to go all in like it's the 90s. I think that's the frustration, right, from, from fans, is that they refuse to go all in despite him saying that he is all in. Like, they, they keep saying this is their best chance to win in the last 20 years. This is the best team they've had, yada, yada, yada. But then you don't see Jerry go for it. And that's kind of the frustration I'm hearing from you from and from fans across the state and across the country is just like, let's freaking do this thing. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Let's push all your chips to the table. Trade for someone that you need. Trade for a Derrick Henry. Trade for a, a, a linebacker that's going to be better than Marquise Bell. What do you see? Why did, why, did Shaq, why did Shaq Leonard pick the Eagles over Dallas? Because the Eagles continue to sign people away from Dallas just because they don't want Dallas to have them. Right, right. And that and that is exactly what happened in the 90s between the Niners and the Cowboys. Yes. My point is, but I'm, my question is this, and I'm not getting an answer. Why are why did he choose them over Dallas? Dallas is the better defense. The defense coordinator is better. He probably gave him less money. <sighs> which is my which is the frustration, right? I mean, like, well, yes. Why, why are for a team that's worth almost ten billion dollars? Yes. Why are you like? Why are you not paying him? Give him four million dollars. Give him three million dollars. Whatever you have left in, in the salary cap. I don't know what their salary cap situation is right now, but it's like one year, two million dollars. The vet minimum is like one point one, and that's what I think that's what the Eagles gave him. Why are they choosing? Why is he choosing them over the Cowboys? Because the Cowboys just don't want to. They they refuse to go and sign people that will make them better for some reason. For some reason, I don't know what it is, and I don't know what, what stick is up Jerry and Steven's butts that they believe in this roster as currently constructed. They don't want to re-sign anybody. They don't want to sign anybody else. Well, they've been – one of the reasons that Matt is because – they get they're being proven right in a lot of regards right now. So you look at some of the key points here as you go through the roster, and it's like, well, they were right. They were right in the sense that Dak Prescott can be a franchise quarterback. When a lot of folks the last couple of years were like, you got to bail on him. They, excuse me, they were right in letting Dalton Schultz walk, even though most people were like, what are you doing? He's a security blanket. Well, they found a stud in Jake Ferguson. Yep. They were right in the fact of, hey, you know what? We think Tony Pollard can sort of handle 
whatever. But they were wrong in the idea of they needed they need a third down back, and they don't have it. Well, let me. T- I think they have a third down back. They don't have a first and second down back. I think they were completely wrong with Tony Pollard. I think we were all wrong with Tony Pollard. We saw Tony Pollard last year's that change of pace back. We were like, yeah, let's give him. Let's give him 350 carries. Let's give him 300 carries in a year, and let's see how explosive he can be, have that explosion explosion on every single down. We're not getting that right now. We're getting three yards in a cloud of dust football, which is not Tony Pollard's game. They needed, and I hate. I know you're going to hate when I say this, they needed the Zeke from last year. They need somebody. They need well, a, for sure. They need a Derrick Henry. They, needed, they just need somebody who can run it up someone's butt, and they can – kind of ride and then put Tony Pollard as that change of pace back. The quick guy, the guy that not the gadget guy, like a, like a deuce of honor or whatever, but they need somebody who can take the load off of Tony Pollard. Cause Tony Pollard doesn't have enough lead in his ass to actually do that. Well, the, the, uh, I mean, they're, they were hoping for a cheaper version of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, he's not and, that. and he's, he's not that. And I think in my looking at the season back in August, this is where I was most wrong. I thought their running back room was, a strong suit. I thought with Pollard, with Rico, and with Deuce, I was like, wow, they they check a lot of different boxes. And Deuce can't get on the field. And I don't know why they don't play Rico more. I would play Rico more, but maybe they don't trust Rico to pass block. Well, I don't, I don't know why they don't go into two-back situations more often. Like, why not have Rico and Tony on, in a two-back situation in the shotgun while you're in maybe like 20 personnel and you're putting two backs in and you put three receivers or put 21 personnel and put uh split uh ferguson out but like i just don't understand why they don't go two backs more it just doesn't make any sense to me but let's move on to the spur let's before i move on to the spurs real quick because i know you got to go uh you have another show to do uh prediction for this weekend man like oh man like i so the spread is three and a half for the cowboys just to put it into perspective spread is cowboys are favored three and a half over-under is 51 and a half. So I, I have a real bad feeling. Do you like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I am not that guy. And I think it's because I hate Philly so much, and it's just, uh, you know, just scared of the inevitable in my mind. Um, my son, my, I love, I love, I love watching football now with my 14-year-old son because he asked me every, who's become the biggest Cowboys fan. <laughs> and he's always like, what do you think? We game about starting. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I think Dallas is going to lose. And it doesn't matter who they are. I'm like, oh, I think Dallas is going to lose. He's like, you say that every week. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I asked him the other day, I said, what do you think? And he thinks Cowboys 27-24. So Cowboys twenty seven uh, twenty four. So without without playing the jinx card, I'm gonna go with the Luke Chancellor prediction there. <laughs> I think Luke's smart. Luke's smart. I'm thinking somewhere around twenty eight, twenty one. Thir- mm, that'd, that'd be amazing. Thirty four, twenty eight, something like that. In in the seven point six to seven point range. Because last, because if you remember last year, the game in Dallas was on Christmas Eve. It was the uh, the Gardner Minshew game. Gardner right. almost came back and won that game for them, and they yeah. they were without uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Obviously, that game, Zach played really well. The defense played like crap, and you got, you know, he ended up winning the game close. So I think that they that the offense gets theirs this week. I am a little concerned. One thing we didn't talk about was I'm a little concerned about Mike McCarthy. I don't think I don't I don't see that. 
I, I'm a, well, it's the continuity of it, and everything that that they've done so far this year is. Well, the, he's going to be there. Well, he's, yeah, but is he going to be like 100? percent Are they going to have gotten the communication down? Are they going to have gotten the signals down? Brian Schottenheimer is good and all, but like, is McCarthy going to be on the sideline? Is he going to be in the booth? We don't know. Like, if you're going to have an appendectomy or an appendicitis or whatever you got, acute appendicitis. You got to play hurt, bro. <laughs> Just suck it, up. suck it up. He's asking the, guys okay, to go out there with hurt me, ankles. But like, let me I mean, ask, but let me ask you this: if he gets if if someone gets tackled into him and he just came from acute appendicitis, like where's the, the Cowboys' happening? dom? They need their own dom to stand in front of him and protect him. They need that guy. <laughs> By the way, that was the biggest joke. That that right there, that's Philly. <laughs> that's Philly. Jeez, get off the sideline, jerk. Uh, all right, we're both horrendously biased in our predictions this week because I really want the Cowboys to win because that means that I get to go to Buffalo next week. So, Oh, okay. So, All right. Let's go Cowboys. All right. Go, 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 go Cowboys. <laughs> you know Buffalo is going to be about three below, yes? Yeah. You're cool with that? Well, yeah. That, right. I was wondering why Chuck said I could go because he was going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then I was like, so you're good if I you go know, to Matt, Buffalo. He's like, go. yeah, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the Spurs real quick. So the Spurs suck. Um, they've lost 15 in a row, which almost matches last year's yes. 16 in a row. They are going for 16, and I don't even know if they're going for a win tonight, if they're going for 16 in a row. Like, at this point, just break the record. Um, the only reason that people aren't talking about them more is because the Pistons are worse. Yeah. The Pistons have lost 18 in a row. So it's Comical. Yeah, it's, it's horrendously bad. Neither team has won a game in over a month. So it's just like... Are they trying to win? I don't know. But that's, what, but that's the freaking frustrating part, is that... All, all offseason long, they were like, we're trying to win this year. We're going to win this year. Winning's more important. Development's important, but winning's more important. And now here we are, 15-game losing streak in, 20 games overall, and they freaking suck. They are the worst defense I've ever seen besides the the Pacers, who have one of the best players on earth right now in Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's a conversation for another day. But they have the worst defense. They are worse with Wemby on the court, and I don't get it. Well, it's not him. It's not well. Is it though? I mean, he listen. His numbers are fine, but his plus minus is horrendous. His his effort on defense isn't great until the fourth quarter, and by the fourth quarter, they're already gone. They're already done. They're literally better without him on the court because they actually have some continuity. I don't. I don't. I I have it hard. I have a hard time blaming him for anything in the idea of all the things that he's going through, and yet he's. I mean. I, I didn't think Chet should have gotten Rookie of the Month. Um, well, his numbers are great. His numbers are great, and those and, and numbers, numbers are great. Could, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, so are Chet's. Um, yeah. Chet's good, but uh, and Chet is good, but so is Victor. Um, I, 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 I mean, this is the, this is this is an old take. Uh, they need a grown up in the room who's not their coach. Uh, they need a guy out there. I don't understand why Trey Jones doesn't start. I don't understand that. I don't understand why it's who wants to play point guard tonight. I, I don't I don't get that. Obviously they know something they that we don't. They actually didn't start Jeremy on Wednesday, which was impressive. Correct. They started Chetty instead. Right. Why not but why aren't you starting the real point guard? Right. I, I don't and again, I guess that's something I don't know. Um It's like it's just like it feels like a big old experiment. It just the whole team it the does whole feel like, team it feels does. like a big experiment right now where they're like well, that didn't work. Let's plug this one into here. Let's try this. Let's try this combination. Give me your beaker. Let me try a little bit there. And so, it's just like, why? So here's the crappy part about that, and, and that's this. That's cool. And I would have been really cool with that and understand that as a fan. 
But as a consumer, you sold me on, hey, come see the next big thing. Hey, come experience the next era of Spurs basketball. Okay, well, to me, that means winning. And your prices and your merchandise and everything that you're selling me, you're asking me to commit to the next era. But what are you committing to? My son and I have tickets to go see Spurs and Lakers next Friday night. And when I say Spurs Spurs and Lakers, I'm saying I bought tickets. I know that's a a risk. To see LeBron. But I want to see Wimby and LeBron. And if I don't, hell have no fury. <laughs> we'll both come on here on Monday. If I, don't, if I don't see both of them on Wednesday or you don't see both of them on Friday, we're rioting. Well, you know both of us, you know one of us is going to be unhappy. Yeah. There's no way we're going to see that. So let me ask you this. Or flip a coin. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Who do you want to – have you ever seen LeBron in person? I have. Okay, so my son is not. He obviously hasn't seen Wimby in person either. And I assume LeBron's not – Done. So this is technically this wouldn't be Luke's last time to see him in person. But if you wanted, if you were going to see somebody as a fan who doesn't go, mm-hmm. right? You go. But as a fan who doesn't go, who I mean, I, I who are you that, hoping to see? I think, I think at this point you're hoping to see LeBron more than Wemby, just because this might be the last chance. Yeah. To get. I mean, Wemby we think is going to be around for 10, 15 years, even if he. Well, God, he better be. God, we hope so. Jesus, he I mean, better at, be. at this point, I don't really hope so because they suck. But. um <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the bandwagon 20 games in guys I mean, <laughs> this is really bad I mean, man, where's your conviction <laughs> it's out the fucking it's, it's out the freaking window guys <laughs> they got a bunch of 19 year olds out there all right well yeah i mean they suck though they're so bad they're so bad like they're worse than anybody could have imagined they're i so can't bad. i can't i can't believe that a, a month ago i would schedule my Friday nights and Saturday nights. This was not a month ago. This was like two weeks ago. <laughs> like, this two weeks ago, you were like, "Yeah, we watched the game last night. We ordered pizza. This is what we're doing tonight. <laughs> we're watching the Spurs." And my wife would roll her eyes, like, "Really? It's November." I think. I think now, if you told Aubrey, you're like, "Yeah, we're watching the Spurs," and she'd be like, "Why? <laughs> Are you sure? Do you really want?" That? Anyway, I need Wimby and LeBron next week. I was I was watching with bated breath to find out when Bronny. I've all of a sudden become a Bronny fan of. Please just play at USC so LeBron makes the trip. Yeah, I uh, I literally bought tickets to the game like forty five minutes ago uh, for next Wednesday, and because I've been waiting nice. to see how long the losing streak goes. Because yeah. the longer the losing streak goes, the cheaper the tickets go. Oh, did you get a good deal? <laughs> so, yeah, they were all right. It was like I think we played like fifty bucks each. It's not like not too not oh, too bad. Wow. Well, I I bought mine a while back, and they were not 50 bucks each. <laughs> so don't, don't I feel like a dumbass? Oh, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think we both agree that they suck, and I think we both agree that the Cowboys are going to win, even though... Um, Man, I hope so. Mm. Yeah, that would suck. Anyway, that's all we got. You going to have a good weekend? You got any plans? Uh, yeah, we're throwing a uh, Christmas party for my son's uh, select basketball team, and he's got a middle school game uh, tomorrow morning. Redemption. Redemption. Yeah, they got a thing. It's the the redemption tour starts uh, start Saturday for the uh, Alamo Heights Junior High School eighth grade mules. All right, well eighth grade mules, let's go. That's that's can't miss TV, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Let me tell you what. <laughs> In my world, it's twice as big as Cowboys. Oh, Eagles. absolutely. I mean, 100%. It's, it is. It is. Uh, I my let's week. You know David Chancellor's a good dad. Everybody. I will. I will for the mules to win. Tomorrow, I'll give you every Cowboys loss from here to the rest of the season. Damn. 
See, big win. Big win. Well, you thought the Cowboys Eagles game was the biggest game of the it's weekend. Not, it's not. It's it's Alamo Heights Junior School against Davenport <laughs> Middle School. All right. Well, I'm going to do this outro without my notes. So thank you for watching the Sneakers Cleats podcast, watching or listening. Uh, you can download us wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Give us a five star rating, rate, download, subscribe, review, all of those things. Like I said, doing this out of my notes. So you think I would, I've done this 58 yeah, times? That sounds now. good. Anyway, um, we will be back on Monday with Chuck and Don. Zach is off next week. So Chuck and Don will be with me on Monday, and we will be back Wednesday after that. Everybody have a good weekend. Go Cowboys, go Broncos, and go Junior Mules. Varsity Mules. Yeah, yeah ju- Junior High School. Junior High School Mules, yeah, excuse go. me. Good luck, Luke. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.